<laughs> it's good. Uh, I guess I'll go. My uh, Welcome back to 3MFAers. My name is Caleb John Cushing. I'm an actor, writer, filmmaker. To my left is... Hi, I'm Brandon McPherson. I'm uh, to the left in Toronto. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm an actor. And uh, we're stuck in quarantine. So uh, we're watching movies. Josh? Uh, and to Caleb's right, um, Josh Mister, <laughs> actor, director, mover, video game extraordinaire. Er, um, yeah, quarantine life is awesome, um, and I've been doing okay. Why? Uh, before we get started on anything else, I just want to. Uh, one of my favorite K-pop stars is very sick, and I just want to wish Kim Jong Un a speedy recovery. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so what, no, what's the, no. what was the surgery? What what happened there? I don't think they released... I don't think that we have that information. I But there uh, was some sort cardi- of surgery. They say it's cardiovascular. I thought it was oh, okay. cardiovascular. Something with the heart. That makes sense. Somebody get, we all know it's corona. Somebody get Dennis Rodman on the news right now. We need answers. I need, I need to know how Dennis Rodman feels. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I need answers. I think he's getting his um, 17th like, face piercing. Well, speaking of Dennis Rodman, did any of you guys watch the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix? No, I kind of oh, want to. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, they're putting out, I think it's like two episodes every Monday or one episode, but it's amazing. Is it's it on Nicole's... ESPN or on Netflix? No, it's on Netflix. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's unreal. Absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, I'll check that out. I mean, does it like, is it fair? Because I know he's like not necessarily always like the best dude in terms of no like... no no it, yeah I it, it so far I mean it doesn't make him look like the biggest asshole in the world but I think that's coming okay you know? well yeah okay. I mean that's fair if it's not over yet yeah. I just like I'm not I'm not like interested in watching no like, no no a, like, like apparently there was a qu- apparently there was a quote from him being like yeah the problem with this documentary is everybody's gonna think I'm an asshole after. So, well, I mean, he yeah. <laughs> he hasn't he's not necessarily a saint. I mean, obviously, incredible athlete, and his you know feats right. should yeah, be praised. But like, his, as a businessman and as like a human, is, <laughs> but it's it's somewhat accepted because to be that good at what you're doing, you have to be like that. Would you but Would you say you that though? that's like like Would you say that's like a good for thing? something? No, but for something <laughs> like basketball, where for a sport, yeah, I do. I think you have to be that crazy to be that good. Yeah, there has to be a certain level of like spiritual and like physical dedication. It to, just ab- to you obs- and the craft and not everything else, you know. Obsessive, just... be- obsessive behavior. Yeah. You know, you have like, to live and that. breathe. Yeah, it. no, yeah. sure. But do you think what I'm asking is, do you think that excuses like exploitation of child labor for making your sneakers? <laughs> is what I'm saying. Well, all right, and that is yeah. But at the same time, that's like, it, dude, Nike came to him. Is Nike? It's not like it's. He decided to open a factory. Like there is in a video interview when he's asked about this, when he verbatim says "fuck them kids." Uh, I'm gonna have to watch that video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, Caleb, I'm, I'm not. I'm Nike, kinda... Nike comes to you. They're like, we want to make the Caleb Cushing Air Jordan. Are you down? I, well, would it be called? Why would it be called the Air Jordan if it's fine? The Air, the air Cushing. Uh, yeah. All Ooh, right. So, like how much? How much? Money? I'm not saying. Look, all I'm saying is that I was just asking your opinion on whether or not, like, yeah, like we know that he's great at basketball. Like Tiger Woods is great at golf. OJ Simpson was great at football. But like, does it like you know? I don't. I don't want to like just sit through a fucking like however long documentary it is like glorifying a person without getting into any of the 
the other no, stuff. No, no, no. It's definitely no, no. It's definitely like showing him as what he is. And then that's fine. That's know? all I was saying. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. No, saying, no, no. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's but yeah. that's like the whole point. Is even within that though, there's positives and negatives, right? Yeah. Well, of you know, like he makes his team better, but he's an asshole to everybody on the team. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so. It's like this, like you know, it, it is what it is. It's really, really, really like well done, though. Amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. I think I'll, enjoy I'll it for a sure lot. check it out. I mean, there's nothing go, else going on. So. Yeah, and it goes into everybody. You know, like it, like a couple of the episodes or the second episode really followed like Scotty Pippen, and so it's it's dope. All right, it's cool. Dope. I, uh, is there like a? Oh, sorry, you can go, Josh. No, I was just I was just going to talk a couple movies that I had. Slightly witnessed the last twenty-four hours. Slightly um, witnessed. Well, because <laughs> so three to five I, minutes. I had to do well, no, because I had to do a uh, line work for uh, the on-camera class today that I'm gonna do, and I uh, Ryan put on Paprika. Pepper. Oh, uh, I love that movie. Um, it's like what a dream, it? dream reality kind of anime. I forget what the who the director is, but Satoshi um, Kon. He's incredible. I mean, he was he's like he's like Miyazaki if Miyazaki was like on steroids. And I love Miyazaki. Um, um, any, anyway, so like it was just it was an interesting thing because like there's like they have the technology to like with for dreams and you can go in your dream and you can remember like it's just weird and then it all kind of fuses together is from my take of it. Yeah, dude, I just saw Brandon, the final battle. Uh, Paprika mm-hmm. is like Inception as an anime. Love it. Yeah, how old it's, is it? It's uh, 2005 or seven or six. Very the legit. one of those in that in that in that arena uh no satoshi kone is incredible he made perfect blue and millennium actress and uh paranoia agent he's he's amazing i would love to talk about him one day on the on the podcast um and then this morning uh ryan put in the seventh seal it's a swedish movie bergman yeah i'm glad you appreciate it because i'm sitting here going Ryan's like, this is a classic. Maybe I should invite <laughs> Ryan on this podcast because apparently he and Caleb can. <laughs> apparently, Ryan is, Ryan is come on. deep Ryan's in the, the film. Man. Yeah, Ryan and I have had lots of great conversations about like uh, stuff like this. Did you not like Seventh Seal, Josh? I mean, it's been on, but I had to like shower and get ready for this, so I haven't actually sat down and like really watched it because he just put it on at like ten forty-five this morning. Oh, that's fair. As I was pretending to be a cat, you know, I was like, "Man, I was Dude, like, you uh, will watch the Seventh Seal." And I was like, seven "Okay, seal but then is... I have to get ready." <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Seventh <laughs> Seal is is really good. I mean, it's Bergman, so like, you know, he like is one right. of the best directors to ever live. Um, that's so cool. Yeah, I don't know, uh, Brandon. What have you been? Already, you already said with your sports. Yeah, uh, other than <laughs> that, not a whole lot. A lot of community. They're talking community. about uh, sure. who's who said it. I forget. Somebody said that they're like pretty confident that, that there will be a movie. Yeah. So I watched them do like a panel. I don't know when it was, but I watched it on YouTube. And Dan Harmon and uh, Joel McHale were joking about the fact that it would be the only issue is them trying to get like Donald Glover. And they were joking that it would cost like ten million dollars to get him for one day. Yeah, and like he's so busy. No, no, not actually. He wasn't there. But they were like, you know, it's be so hard to get him. He's so busy. It's impossible. Yeah, I feel like at best they can expect like a cameo, which I'm sure he would be down to do. But I don't think they'll be able to get him for like a. Yeah, I don't think they'd be able to get him for any meaningful amount of time. You know, to like shoot actual scenes. He seems like the most awesome dude. I'm sure he'd be down to do it. Well, it's kind of like yeah, you know, yeah. uh, Robert Pattinson for the for a good time, you know. I'm sure, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if they were like, "Hey, community movie, like, we'll work around your schedule. Let us know," you know. 
Um, but that's the would, problem with Robert Pattinson. They could kind of shoot guerrilla style and like do his shit. Like, you know what I mean? But with community, sure. you have like six other schedules mm-hmm. to like balance and it'd be a lot that's harder, right. I think. Um, well, yeah, and they're all, they're just all worth way more now. Everybody's on, you know, Alison Brie and, uh, you know, what, I don't know. What <laughs> well, and the others. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gil- no, Jillian, Jillian, Jillian Jacobs. They're like both on Netflix Gillian shows. Jacobs. You know, everybody's in stuff. Uh, and then, um, Danny Pudi is on some stuff. Uh, what is her on, name? Dude, he's in Mythic Quest. I Danny feel so Pudi's bad Quest. about the, who's the other woman. She's great. And then Ken Jeong. Uh, he's yeah, kind Ken of Jeong famous still. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Joel McHale is in, in, does everything these days. You know? Attack of the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, what have uh, I been watching? Real quick, I've also been speeding through Avatar Last Airbender anime. Oh, amazing show. It's so and good. I'm on, I'm on the third season. And Book of it's Fire. Like, <laughs> dude, he, like, the blind, the blind air, uh, Earthbender. Uh, Toph? Toph? She's the best. She is the man. Like, once yeah. she starts metal bending, like, spoiler alert, like, spoiler I'm just for like, a show that came I'm out just 15 like, years ago. Bow, <laughs> like, the fact that she sees with her feet, like, it's just crazy. And then, like there's many times Ryan will like uh talk uh confirm this, but like I'm I'm always just like oh oh Appa oh, oh I was just gonna say that you know, like, is the best character in, he's the best character in the show. You know, and like with I would Sokka say, and yeah. stuff like that. I'm just I'm, it's really <laughs> funny, you know what I mean? Like and it's really good, like it's people actually love it because of, like for kids and stuff, they deal with a lot of, you know, shit. Yeah, you know, the it's whole an thing with show. like it's a very surprising, like, mature show for the target audience. I would say that it probably did as well as it did because it had Nickelodeon exposure. But I, it, it definitely, like, could have done well as, like, as well on, like, Adult Swim or something. Like, it gets pretty heavy sometimes. Yeah. Well, and, with, um, like, with, for me, it's, like, the, like, the beginning of the third season is, you know, he gets, you know, gets shot by the lightning and stuff like that. And then, like, he's kind of healing and kind of, like, dealing with that shit. But, like, as soon as he got that episode happened, I was like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? Because, like, the cycle's, like, you get that all warning about the Avatar cycle, and if you die, it's like, I, I'm i totally invested, and I'm really glad I've... Dude, it's you know, glad, so man. good. That uh, is one of favorite... the things I love about it, oh, is that the, the world building say, is so good. It's amazing. Yeah, and, like, it's, and the reason it, it works is because, like, they have rules to their bending and stuff like that, because I was like, yeah. wait, can't you bend, like... You know, plants, right? Is it earth? Is it water? But the, you find out that the guy was just a waterbender who could bend the water and the plants. But then I'm like, why doesn't she? Well, because that one earth bender lady or the earth nation lady um, was giving birth. And I was like, why doesn't she just like water bend the birth out or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, because like all humans are 80% water. So why can't she bend water in people's bodies? Oh, that, like because Magneto, it's a, you know? Like, because it's Nickelodeon. Sure. But Let's just show like, a fucking like birth. Yeah. <laughs> Really, that's 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 probably why. No, but I guess like I guess in meaning too that when she's fighting, like why doesn't she just pull the water out of people's bodies or like you know what I mean? Like, oh maybe they, once you continue yeah, on that, the show a couple episodes yeah. in, that might get a you might find the answer to that. <laughs> maybe no, because that doesn't happen till Cora, does it? There's well, I don't want to spoil it for Josh. There's definitely yeah, something okay, in the yeah, original yeah. show that addresses this. My my favorite part of the original show though is that Zuko is Rufio. And that's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> Dude, his I, hair I, grows I, fast. I like yeah, his long hair. Yeah, that guy's killing it in voice work. Dude, he does her, so much his, shit. His sister is like a fucking psycho. Zula I love is so it. she's oh, bad. Yeah. I don't care what anybody character. says. I love Azula. Um, yeah, I love the show 
for so many reasons. I'm glad that you're into it. And I, but I, I was saying that, um, in my opinion, I, I like the first season for what it is. I mean, you, it, it sets up everything really, really well, but once Toph joins in, in book two in the second season, it really, like, I feel like everything starts to click. Like she adds a yeah. lot to the dynamic of the group. And then like Zuko's like arc starts to get really interesting and the, it just becomes better and better and better. And like the finale is incredible. I can't wait for you to get to the finale. Uh, I'll probably give that tonight, to be honest. <laughs> um, so we can talk about it Monday. But like, you know, even Zuko, <laughs> I'm like, because I'm sitting here going, okay, Zuko's having a good, an interesting path. Like for me, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for his redemption story. I'm ready for him to. He's like the makings of somebody who is is all tough on side, but then he's actually a good guy, and he has this like, you know what I mean? But then he had, he did made that choice to fight the Avatar with his sister just because of fucking honor. And I was like, Zuko, what are you doing? I don't know. Anyway. I love uh, I love that they did like actual research into different like cultures and martial, martial arts, arts to like yeah. to like really inform this yeah. the the bending and ah oh, it's just so fucking good. <laughs> the I the animation too, the animation for all the fighting is so so oh, well yeah. done. Well, and that's then that Nickelodeon think, budget, yeah. <laughs> it makes me think about the movie too, and just like how it's just they completely just missed the mark on everything. You know what I mean? Like I told total, Ryan, yeah, total I told Ryan at the end of the first season, I was like, okay, I can see like uh, M Night Shyamalan. Like, if you were to take the biggest paintbrush and do the biggest, most vague strokes <laughs> of a season of a show, that's what you got in the movie. You know what I mean? Like they got I mean, they got these major plot points, sure, for like a, a two-hour movie. But then there's like so much more. Makes so sense much, uh, about that. Where it's like, okay, you're taking, you're gonna make an adaption of what is already an English cartoon. The main character's name that they say <laughs> 8,000 times is Aang. You inexplicably decide to call him Ong for the entire movie? It they just also makes did no that sense. To, uh, they did that to, they called him Soka as well, uh, instead yeah, of Sokka. Like, yeah. wh- why? This isn't well, a guess. Make it I know. It was that weird time where like, I, they were just like, let's take all the iconography and like the big plot beats, and then make everybody white and make it like boring. <laughs> like I yeah. don't know, it was just so crazy. Like I, I can't believe it. Just seems so like misguided and like ill informed. And I, I'm, I, it must have just been studios like trying to make sure they get their money back. I have no idea what went on because it is a yeah. fucking mess. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, in like yeah. a, in like a totally real way. Like nothing about it is good. <laughs> no, no, it, just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense none of it makes any sense yeah and like the only person to survive it was uh dev patel and i'm glad because he's good and that wasn't his fault but he's no, like, everybody that, else he's fine careers yeah. died <laughs> you know even, um, even in that he's doing his thing no m night Shyamalan man did the ultimate Shyamalan twist with the last movie but i didn't really like, like i didn't really like trilog- last. yeah but doing a trilogy over whatever 20 years is a pretty sick twist yeah, I mean, I don't Shyamalan know. I, I enjoy Split for oh, what it is. You're talking about you're talking about Glass and Split. I, I, I didn't like. I didn't really like Glass. I was I was bummed. I wanted to like Glass because I, I, I agree. Saw, I just saw Split fun. and I love the acting in Split. So Split, yeah, Split's, the, the King. <laughs> Split's my favorite of the three. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. I've I've seen like Unbreakable a bunch of times, but maybe Split really? might be better. Yeah. The only thing I wanted to what say. What is I, better? I, oh, go um, ahead. 
Well, no, I just have you guys because I saw a bunch of movies this week, but we I only didn't want to talk about them necessarily. But I was I finished this show because um, Hulu is partnered with FX now, so they have like all of their shit on Hulu, uh, mm-hmm. all the FX shows. Oh, cool. So yeah, I'm like I'm like catching up on Atlanta, which is great, and like all that stuff. Oh, yeah. But um, there was this mini series that just ended called Devs. Have you guys seen any of it? I don't think so. I've heard no. of it. I think Ryan's watched a couple episodes. Yeah, it's it's Alex Garland who has like written like a bunch of amazing movies and has directed uh, Ex Machina and Annihilation from the past couple of years, which are like really really good. And so it was like an eight episode thing from him. And if you guys haven't like seen it, I won't like get into it. But I would be curious to know what you guys think. It's really like interesting. I, it's a good yeah. show, and I liked it. It's about like it's yeah. you know, um, I don't know. Nick Offerman plays like. Uh, Elon Musk, Richard Branson kind of character. So that's all you need to know. <laughs> oh, sweet! Wow. I'm into yeah. that. I would, I would, I would watch um, the pilot and see what you guys think. You have Hulu. I do. Uh, then you should watch Letter Kenny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You've been telling me about that shit forever. <laughs> Letter Kenny is one of the best shows made. Period. If it doesn't, Caleb, if it doesn't inspire you to just write whatever you want and have us film it, right? like. <laughs> I don't know. Josh, you watched you you watched it, right? I've watched a few episodes, yeah, and I kind of yeah. like I I do laugh and I chuckle, but then I'm also like, why am I watching this? Because but... it's fucking amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I've seen like you showed me like I don't know, maybe it was before it was like a TV show, and they were just like doing stuff on the internet. Like you've shown me a bunch of like small like short videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I totally see like yeah, I think the it's appeal be, I to think it. It's one of those but... shows that you have to kind of get used to the characters and the the, the humor before it really kind of blossoms yeah. into. Well, they're they're just doing their ap- absolutely their own thing in every way, and it's you know I love that. I no, love I mean that. I haven't seen this show, but I, it just seems to me like how it's always sunny, kind of like re-revolutionized like the idea of the sitcom, and there was just so many shows that tried to like do that. And this seems like another one of those, but I haven't like checked it yeah. out to like give it an honest that's, opinion. That's very much how it feels. Like the way it's written is is totally different than anything I've ever seen. It's all pickup lines. That's what I think anyway. Pickup lines? Like just like one liners, right? Like yeah, one liners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are like, different things. <laughs> yeah, those are very no, no, different things. In terms of like, I guess I should reframe that as like the bartender lady in the first episode that I watched or whatever. She's oh, like talking yeah. to the guys at the bar, and it's all just like it's all just well, one like greasy that's her bit. after another. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, that's that's her bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It it definitely. I mean, it evolves for sure. The show changes a lot as it goes, but it's just it's just very interestingly written. I, I I'm I love it. I think it's fucking. Oh, I think uh, it's how many show seasons? On TV. How many? They have like seven now, but it's oh, it's God. a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's the episodes are super short. Yeah, they're like, like super short. Long. They're like twenty minutes, and there's only like six episodes a season. Oh, so they're doing yeah. a British style. Okay. Yeah, it was because it was it got bought up or made, I think, by Bell, which is like one of the, you know, big two Canadian media companies and like okay. television companies and all that. So it went right to their streaming service. It was the flagship show for their streaming service. Right. Um, which is called Crave here. So that's so they started pumping them out. Oh yeah, okay. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. And they've done a bunch of specials, like Easter specials, Christmas specials, Halloween specials, that kind of stuff. So definitely, cool. like, been hearing about it for like yeah. a few years now. So that do makes they have sense a musical that episode. <laughs> I don't think they do have a musical episode. Day man, night man. <laughs> mm. 
Um, that being said, what about this crazy ass movie we had to watch? Speaking of writing, I it was my turn, and I recommended Hausu, (laughs) which is a nineteen seventy seven like art pop experimental comedy horror movie from Japan. What did you guys think of (laughs) Hausu? It made me feel like I could make a movie whenever, just for fun. (laughs) That's good though. Yeah, I definitely no. It just there's a bunch of shit that I've never seen anybody try before in a movie, and uh, it was pretty wild, I'd say. Yeah, I couldn't, um, I couldn't help but laugh at certain parts. Um, I thought it was amusing. I thought it was the perfect length for what it was. If it gone on too much longer, I'd have been like, okay, I'm done. But yeah, I think it went on the perfect length, and it was a good, it was good, entertaining hour and 20 minutes or more hour and a half because it's like i think it's like 88 minutes but <laughs> just yeah, so i'm glad that, that you made that shit. you made that distinction <laughs> that's my um, general uh yeah no i totally agree i mean i i would love to talk about like the actual movie for a little bit and then get into the backstory behind it which i think is like just as if definitely. not more interesting but yeah, totally. um i agree with you that like it is literally the exact length to make it good. Like if it was any longer, I feel like it would have definitely overstayed its welcome, but it's just like just the right amount of time to like appreciate it for what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Any longer. And it would have been a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was a horror. <laughs> for these it was girls. a horror comedy. Um, oh yeah. I was terrified. <laughs> I mean, obviously like I wasn't like scared at all um but i don't know it's like it's it's like a haunted house movie it's a bunch of like high schoolers (laughs) that go to this house and there's like a ghost vampire thing that that kills them one by one and there's like lots of blood and gore and (laughs) you know (laughs) um there's a disembodied head that bites the girl's ass and then there's like (laughs) yeah their fake limbs are the best they keep reusing the same like fake arm over and over again Yeah, yeah yeah for sure um, I love the piano is probably like the best like, mm. like oh, and how did that work? for that. Piano yeah. kill was dope. It's good kill. It's good kill. I uh, come... mattress attack. Oh, mattress yeah. attack was fun. Um, they were, I mean, it was sad. all good. We don't. We didn't really see what uh, happened to the Mac, but then we saw her head at the end. Well, I, I mean, assume yeah, uh, she was uh, headless. Headless was horseman. Headless, so. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, you go, Kung Brandon. Kung Fu you. was the best character. Yes, I think, and Josh and I were talking uh, earlier, <laughs> like, that Kung Fu is the best, and I, this is, like, my fifth time watching this movie, and I, uh, I always get a little bummed, like, when, when she dies, because she's the most fun, yeah. and, like, I think they take advantage of her as a character to, like, do some, like, crazy, like, editing stuff like whenever she's like doing her kung fu thing and that's like visually when it's like really interesting is when she's like going like doing her like kung fu moves i don't know i think she's great she's Dude, such a good character yeah and, and <laughs> 70, yes yeah, and 70 percent of the movie is her just running from one room to the next room being like okay i'll check yeah 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 and she's everybody else down. freaking out she's definitely <laughs> like a bad running bitch. from one place to another <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, the fact um, that even after she gets eaten by the lamp, her leg still fights her way, it way, its way out. Right. Hits the cat. You know what I mean? Like, she she's committed. Oh, yeah. She's... She also kills the cat with one kick. Yeah, she just, and, like, uses and her. And wins. Yeah. 
Um, even um, in death, she can't be stopped. And then, you know, the trigger with all the blood and everything. And yeah, it was, it's, it's, it is, it's this very weird tone where like, I am laughing a lot and a lot of it is definitely intentional, but then it becomes this sort of like sincere kind of somber thing by the end of it. And I, and I, I wasn't, I, when I first watched it, I wasn't expecting to be kind of like, oh, like that's really, that's really right. sad and cute. <laughs> I, I thought that her stepmom was going to be evil, uh, like just a thousand percent. I thought she was going to be a succubus or something. Yeah, but then she just caught on fire <laughs> and then the movie yeah. ended. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was going to be some Shyamalan style twist. Oh God, I would have hated that if that happened. <laughs> um, no, I loved the, uh, let's go back to like to the beginning the one of the things that like in terms of like the style and stuff i liked the juxtaposition of like the projections or like the the videos overlaid with like the real life kind of acting stuff um there's a lot of that and then there's also a lot of things that like he made you focus on certain things right so for instance like with mr toby or tobo or something whoever the teacher is Togo, um, I think. Yeah, yeah. Hello, like, who's Togo sensei. Student. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, the, all the girls are, like, all sad because they can't go to, like, the house or whatever. And then it all of a sudden blacks out and it's just a circle on Gorgeous, which dr- draws your focus of her being sad and kind of depressed or whatever. But there's a lot of things of, like, making sure that you paid attention to what he thought you needed to pay attention to, you know, in case you would miss it. So... I don't know. I thought that was very interesting. And then, like, yes, the 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 conversations with the heads with trees in the background, and like, it was almost (laughs) like a movie full of glamour shots. I think you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, it's definitely very creative in terms of presentation. Like, there's lots of different like techniques being used at once. I love all the scenes where like. I didn't mind that you could tell that they had these like painted backdrops because I thought they were so beautiful. Like, it was such like a distinct visual like identity to have these like matte paintings and then these like like you were saying they have like overlays of video on like still images and then they had like brief little animated sequences Mm -hmm. and they had like uh puppets and like really like obvious like bat fake blood and like it's just very uh, creative the train the train overlay with cartoon animation was was the best one because that's super smart definitely saved them a shit ton of money and yeah, it totally for sure. worked for me. I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" <laughs> like now we're like, it, it felt like um, the the Yellow Submarine, the Beatles movie. Oh yeah, for sure. No, definitely. Uh, I think like they took advantage of having like a not that great budget and and like turned it into an aesthetic choice, which yeah. I think was really smart and made and kind of saved it from being like bad, you know? Yeah. Well. <laughs> What? What do you mean? <laughs> Would you say this is a bad movie? I no, because it's entertaining. You know what, what I mean? I'm saying, got, yeah. But like, would you say The Room's a bad movie? I would say that The Room is a bad movie because it lacks self-awareness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. At least this just seems to have that self-awareness for sure. I think it. But, I think it absolutely yeah. does. I yeah, think there's a no, lot of fair. intentionality in in House. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that, like, yeah. with something like The Room, like, I I definitely think it's funny, and I have paid money to go see it in a theater, and I would again <laughs> because it's funny. But if you listen to Tommy Wiseau and like read up about him, it, he he has no idea that we're laughing at him. You know what I mean? Right. He genuinely yeah. thinks that that movie is incredible and that he's like an auteur. But this movie, I think House, that is 
is like it definitely knows what it is. It has like a really good grasp of its tone, and it's got such a creative like way to convey information. Like I think everything's very purposeful, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, especially in the you know hour and twenty minute movie, you don't have a lot of time. They really speed through, like you know, like you meet this girl and you understand that she's really good friends, and then you understand that she has a dad, and then her mom's dead, and she doesn't want like to have a stepmom, so she's gonna go like it's just like it's like bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam, bam. Well, and the, and the way they do it is so interesting. They do it like an anime. Like you meet all of these girls, and they all have their own little like intro and nickname, and it's like, yeah, like it, it feels like like a Mac. Yeah. It feels like the the pilot episode of an anime. Where you're meeting all of the cute girls, and then they all fucking horribly die. <laughs> oh god! I just I did. Uh, it's just funny how Mac is always like the fat one. I'm like she's fat. Yeah, probably for their you know. That's what I was thinking about. Is <laughs> yeah. like I know that it was like the 70s, and also it's Japan. So like there's like the double like whatever you you got going on. But she's really like not fat at all. <laughs> she got like no, a round like- face, and that's it. I feel like that was probably the choice, though, right? On purpose, was to not, you know? It, it just, it's better this way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> she just eats a, a lot. <laughs> That's, like, her whole... And I like, I like that, like, even though they all have these, like, archetypes, like, they have the nicknames and they're very clearly, like, trying to fit into a stereotype, but they yeah. still each have, like, nuance to them. Like, you have, like, Mac right. and Sweet, which are, like, the first two... To, to die and they kind of are a little more one-dimensional but they're like the performances are so like they're so like charismatic and like you know like i don't mind and then the rest of the how girls i'll s- have like oh sorry what well, how did sweet die it was the mattress girl and she got turned into that doll right 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 yeah we don't like see that happen but she gets like crushed by the mattresses in the closet and then (laughs) the other girls are like oh these are her panties they stink and then they just like move on (laughs) (laughs) yeah super weird man um yeah i mean it's bizarre for sure i'm not saying that it's like absolutely bizarre the greatest movie ever made or anything one of my favorite shots was actually with the grandma when like is what i like her but her character is the aunt um, mm. was that every time she would kill somebody, she would get, like, instead of she can walk, she can dance, you know, I mean, she starts eating again. But then there's a shot of, like, it was like a kind of a bird's eye view up from the ceiling to the kitchen, and she does this thing where she opens the fridge and she backs up into it, and all of a sudden she's on the ceiling beam and looks into the camera. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, like, really, really neat. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I like that shot. That was a good shot. Then uh, fantasy is like she went in the fridge, <laughs> and nobody <laughs> believes her. And then like she has like the aunt has like that little like she turns to the camera and smiles. Like she's yeah. like aware that she's being observed by like an omniscient viewer, and she's like having fun. And then she dances with the skeleton, and like it's it's fun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> montage, yeah, yeah. Of her montage. just like, like and then like the cat's like playing the piano, and he goes like meow. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> I well, love the that music. was eating like a hand and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was and definitely like, the most insane part of the movie. That was more insane than the ending <laughs> with all the blood and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Because the ending, it's like an ending. You know what I mean? Sure. We're already past the climax. I'm less intrigued at this point. That was right in the middle of it. That was just like definitely. Holy shit. Yeah, it's definitely a like. Oh, this is kind of what we're doing now. Like, I understand what we're going for moment. Yeah. You mean you, did, you didn't get that with like. The the chandelier dropping crystals and kung fu like true that was the really good chandelier and then like one of the things killing a lizard and it's just like 
Yeah, was that supposed know. to mean something? Like the, no, the, the thing killing the lizard? I... She's just, Kung Fu's just the best. Kung, Kung Fu's just a badass? <laughs> yeah, she's a fucking bad bitch. <laughs> I, love, oh. I love that scene with her chopping wood too, and then like the, oh. <laughs> the logs all try to get her, and she's just like, bah, bah, bah. wow, that was weird. Anyway, I'll go back inside now. <laughs> well, what about the fact that they just get off the train and just start wandering like through the woods? Is that like a common thing? You just start wandering to where you're supposed to go and hope that you find it. And they did. Yeah, it was. I liked that a lot. It felt very, uh, you know, it yeah. felt very uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. You're just wandering yeah. around for your next adventure. Yeah, we'll eventually get to where we're going. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. I thought it was weird that, like, once Kung Fu fought the burning logs and stuff, um, that like she just lost her pants and then she never just put never put them on again. She just like yeah, she put, her, like, she, put the, she put the apron back on or whatever. Remember, it like flew down and then she like tied it back on oh, gotcha. the skirt. I think it was not an apron. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, again, it's like Japan is already like a sexually repressed society, and it was like the seventies, so there was a little like there was some like nudity, and it was a little weird. Yeah, but like you just got to get past that <laughs> as quickly as possible. <laughs> Hey, fuck yeah, off. <laughs> I see now. Yeah, you're right. That's the Fire only reason I like tripping. it. Why is there a... Listen, a school fantasy movie going on right Listen, now? Listen, buddy. <laughs> no, I like it for the special effects. Yes, me too. I also really love yeah, the music. The music High quality guys... special effects. So I don't. This could be a complete like long shot, but the melody before, like with the piano, is totally the beginning of "Welcome to the Black Parade" by My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> oh um, my god! Like a variation I, off it. Like I totally like hear, hear what you're saying for yeah. sure. But no, I don't so, you, so you think you think how stole it from My Chemical Romance? Like that no, house traveled no. forward in time to the year 2009. <laughs> I'm saying that My Chemical Romance took that melody, that piano melody, and used it at the beginning of their song. I could see uh, that. Yeah, that's probably exactly what happened. They're probably like, fuck, we need to like fucking think of this. We need the one big song. We did an anthem for our album. What are we going to do? A, is, is it, that's Gerard Way, right? Gerard Way, yeah. And you know what's actually interesting is that he was a cartoonist before he was a musician. Dude, and he then, wrote um, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, but he worked for like Cartoon Network before he even did music, is what I'm saying. So maybe he was aware of this movie, and maybe he totally did bite that melody. That's who knows. We could have just yeah, exposed dude. something. Did you <laughs> so he like he wrote a bunch of he wrote, he wrote all the music for Umbrella Academy because he wrote the comic books. Yeah, but do, do yourself a favor. Just listen to the first part of the song, like the beginning of the song, and just see if see if you guys agree. If you don't, that's fine. You know, I, I can, I I can just... hear it in my head. I, I see what you're saying for sure. They do sound like pretty similar. I hadn't thought of that until you brought it up. <laughs> I like it. No, because uh, I'm like, like, where did where did I hear this before? Yeah. Anyway, um, it's fun. Okay, so I want to get in. Can we get into a little bit of like the creation of it? Just because I th- yeah, sure. I mean, I basically, I don't know, Brandon. How did you watch this film? I had to subscribe to the Criterion Collection. Oh, yes. I hope that you enjoy. I, I love the channel. It's got so much great shit on it. Um, but that's kind of how this movie kind of became popularized. I watch it on the Criterion channel as well. Really? 
Um, yeah, I mean, it, I'm not going to say it, it was like people didn't know, like nobody knew about it, but it was definitely like pretty far under the radar until like 2009 when the Criterion Collection kind of released it. Like a, they kind of remastered it and uh, it got like way more popular. And now it's kind of like a really big cult movie and mostly mm-hmm. like mostly a lot of people like kind of it's it's one of those things that it's like, oh, have you seen this? It's the craziest thing ever, you know? Yeah, um, it makes it makes it interesting because like because Ryan has the DVD because um, he has a series of the the whatever collection DVDs and um, well now that Kayla or now that you guys have the channel maybe I'll go through some of those DVDs and put them on the list. Um, but they it was interesting because we were like, well, why does why is it a class? Why, why does this collection have this movie in their catalog? You know, and it definitely gave me a feel of like oh, this must have been a cult classic or cult had a cult following because. It didn't do very well in Japan. Um, oh, for not at all. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then in America, it did well. Um, but it, it, all I know is that it made me want to watch Evil Dead. That's all. That's fair. <laughs> um, no, I think this film has like a really interesting backstory. So basically, Toho, uh, which is the studio that that made this movie, and they're kind of like the Japanese equivalent of like a Universal or a Warner Brothers, like a very very big studio. Um, they saw the success of Jaws. And they were like, all right, we want one. Like, we want a big horror movie. <laughs> no, but listen, and it's so, <laughs> which I think is really funny because imagine like you hiring somebody, hey, make Jaws, and like, okay, and they turn this in, and they're like, oh, what the a house? <laughs> you get a house. Um, but no, the this director, is not what we asked you for. <laughs> the writer director um, who passed away, uh, and that's like the reason I wanted to talk about this now. Uh, so, Nobuhiko Obayashi, he, uh, was kind of struggling to like do that. Like he was like, oh, what's scary? And like if you go into the um the Criterion supplements, which is like why I love Criterion, they have like lots of special features and uh that kind of like help inform uh, a viewing of the movie. Uh he talks about how he just would talk to his like infant daughter and be like, hey, what what's like scary? And yeah. she would be like, oh, like this, like, you know. And and he would just kind of write that in and be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and awesome. and I and I love that because it, it comes from an honest place. And so much of the movie is about like childhood innocence and wonder and purity, kind of being tested in like a post-war period. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think said, that like, there's oh, what, like yeah. Wouldn't it be scary if like my reflection attacked me out of my out of the mirror? When I, you know what I mean, like. You get everything that she mentioned because there's an interview with the, her older self or whatever. Obviously, this like back into like what 2010, <laughs> I think the interview was. Yeah, 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 2010. Um, and so she essentially everything that happened in the movie was just kind of ideas that she had as a girl, like that would be scary, right? Um, but I love the that. reasoning he went to his daughter though it was interesting was because he says like adults don't have this like imagination, right? Like. If you say, "Hey, there's this really great hit in the in America about a shark attack," you know, adults would think, "Oh, let's do one about bears or like a bear attack." Yeah, when it's like, <laughs> "Well, like, let's think outside the box." You know what I mean? Like, and so his daughter was like, well, "Let's do a horror movie, but like the house eats the girl." You know what I mean? Like, and he's like, "Oh, that's very creative. Let's do it." You know, so it's really interesting to think that, like, yeah, I mean, we were we're raised up, we sensitize ourselves, whatever, and our imagination gets smaller and smaller. For those that are in like corporate America or whatever, business people, um, they they don't think outside the box. And so you go to the children, and then you get a, a movie like this. 
Yeah, it, it captures that sense of imagination and like the way that young people perceive the world, and I and I think that kind of plays into the visual like representation and editing style of the movie. I think it's very interesting, and I don't know anyone but else. Had... Sorry, what, Brandon? <laughs> I mean, had he had he done Bear Jaws, it might have been very successful. Just saying. <laughs> Bear Jaws. <laughs> I also wouldn't mind Bear Jaws for sure. <laughs> That's right? an interesting idea. 1977 version of Bear Jaws. <laughs> or just let's just like add like two animals together like an avatar and do like a a, a bear shark you know or a bear, yeah, you have a like... bear riding a shark ooh there you go now ooh. we're cooking with gas <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well the asylum already does that shit they have like shark and like all that stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can look that up now if you want <laughs> um but no, I don't know. I just think that that is really interesting, Josh, that how he's like, yeah, like I just went to my little daughter <laughs> and it was like, what freaks you out? And she's like, oh, like I would hate it if uh, I opened the closet and a mattress fell on me. He's like, done. It's in the fucking movie. <laughs> well, no, she said that actually happened to her because there's like futon mattresses at his house that they would go for the summer and she's always afraid that they would like fall on her like because the uh, weight and stuff be crushed underneath it, you know. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, what would be terrifying if I had a friend named Mac? Just, just all, had that, all of that. Fat fucking friend who ate all the food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a ridiculous movie. I love it. It's fun. Things are allowed to be fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I also yeah. like to say that, like, um, so the co writer, I forget the other guy's name, um, had, he classifies it as a fantasy movie about young girls. Which it you know, totally he is. Doesn't, he doesn't consider it a horror movie, you know? I, I think really it's all considered these a horror movie either. I mean, I, I, you know, that's why it's, you know, it's labeled as a horror comedy because, like, you have, like, a haunted house movie with, like, a piano yeah. eating a girl and, like, all these people, like, a ghost, you know what I mean? But it's also got yeah. a very lighthearted tone. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, does <laughs> Bewitched count as a horror movie? Because it has the same yeah, feel to me. I would say so. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, no, but it's, it's like, uh, it's like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. It's like, a, like it's like an, an October movie. Yes. It's a Valentine's Day and October movie. <laughs> a, a Valentine's Day movie for you, huh? Yeah. Um, how about uh how about there's the constant wind that flows uh, around the stepmom with her scarf? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, she's just kind of this like angelic figure and they just had a fan like a foot off camera, you know, they just had like a fan pointed <laughs> at her. <laughs> um, I, I, she's like I, my hand. I still thought she was going to murder everybody. Definitely seems like that's what they're setting up. And uh, but I, right? I but I I'm glad they didn't do it though. Um Yeah. I'm glad they decided to put the guy as a pile of bananas instead. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he he finally makes it there, and then just gets turned into a giant pile of bananas with a hat. Yeah, he like I don't know. He has that like inter- he has that interaction with like the watermelon guy, and then he just like passes out in his car, and then turns into like a banana pile, which is great. It's like you know a sort of representation of like it's supposed to be very phallic, and you know this whole movie <laughs> makes way more sense now after you said that thing about the daughter. Hey, what would be scary to happen to this guy if he turned into a bunch of bananas? Okay, done. Like this whole this whole movie makes a thousand times more sense now. Yeah, I mean I, that's definitely like a big part of it. But I also think that you know the movie should get a lot of credit for taking that concept 
and then layering it into with this like at what what at the time was a very topical and contemporary sort of like discussion on innocence like you have so much like virginal purity imagery like with the white and you know they're all like all unmarried women will kind of meet their demise in this house and I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it, I think it's really interesting, and all the and all the World War II stuff, like Nobuhiko Obayashi. That's I mean, it was obviously very well entertaining and done. You have like the girls commenting over it and like editorializing, and it's very fun. But um, the director, it was from Hiroshima, and like had friends who died in the blast. Jesus. Yeah, he said he had a lot of close friends that all died. That I mean, that definitely kind of informs what's happening on screen. I think. And and I, it's just very interesting, and I don't know any other movie like this that's doing that kind of shit. And it's crazy; it hasn't been tried to like remade or something. Like this seems like the perfect fodder for like some fucking dumb <laughs> like American executive to be like, "We'll just make it. Like we'll yeah. remake it again." <laughs> that was de- that was definitely the most surprising thing was that I, I a lot of those shots I'd never seen before, or yeah. seen copied, or seen, and, and maybe that's fair because they weren't great. But they were interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I think that they were. I think that like, I I think this movie is a great example of like creating something special under severe yeah. limitations. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're not it's, great. It's a, <laughs> no, no. Some of the shots I'm saying, but that's part of the fun for this movie. Like the beginning when you have those like bubble shots with the background behind it. That's just a very yeah. odd thing to do. Of course. But of it course. works for this movie. I don't yeah, know if that'll so, work absolutely. for any other movie, you know, but well, it was no, fun I mean, for I, this one. Like, what, the, <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah, they definitely have this, like, energy going through it, and it, it like, keeps going, and it doesn't slow down until the very end. And I, uh, I love that about it. <laughs> but I agree, Brandon, that if I saw that kind of shit in, like, an episode of Breaking Bad or whatever, I would think it was right? fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hold on a second, what are we doing? What's going on with this editing? Are we looking through a kaleidoscope? What's happening? If, like, like, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman were, like, skipping through, like, <laughs> the right. on their way to make meth. I'd like to bring up their teacher, the female teacher, where at the beginning, uh, you find out that she's supposed to be getting married to the guy, and it's an arranged marriage. It seems like they're going to set up some sort of B-story never ever see her again that's it just that one scene and then you never see her again uh why 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 uh, definitely like just, with how few speaking characters there are i think you kind of have this expectation that all of them will come into play at some point later but i think yeah she's just kind of like i mean it's a thematic thing like they're skipping away and she's just like shaking her head it's like oh like summer vacation like to be young <laughs> like the young innocent like women you know i, I think it's all it's just kind of setting that up oh uh, you crazy kids yeah kind of and then you have this expectation of what this guy is like because they like all these like young girls yeah they all have like a crush on teacher and he's like sort of this like bumbling fucking idiot and like has no <laughs> idea what he's doing and then he fucking uh I love when he gets his like ass stuck in the bucket oh and like that God, little yeah. kid is yeah. like drumming on it. <laughs> oh Jesus! You know it's uh, very whimsical. The it's scene very, where like, he's the scene where he's just eating ramen. I love that scene. <laughs> Fucking uh, Naruto uh. vibes, just eating ramen. 
when I cut out, um, I actually went into this whole thing about, you know, the going in, right, with the style and with the reason it worked was because to do a movie like this, you can't just sprinkle it in. You can't do it half-assed. You have to do it fully, 100%, for the whole duration of the movie, right? You can't... Yeah. Like, it'd be different if, like, it opened up with this, like, glamour shot, memory, fuzzy border kind of discussion between these two girls and then just realistic the rest of the way. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it'd have been like, okay, that's weird. But because... No, you, have to, you have to commit to it. Commit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was very successful. I mean, obviously not in terms of like a box office gross, because no. I don't think this movie did very well in uh, when it released in Japan at all. But you can't always judge a movie's quality by that stuff. Dude, right. uh, did this guy make more movies after? Oh, dude, like 100%. Like he, he's very prolific. He was making stuff cool. right up until he died. Cool, um, cool, cool, cool. And I, I haven't like, I haven't dove into his filmography like i haven't seen a lot of it but everything that i have seen is just as fucking bizarre he was a he was like a commercial director and so i was just gonna say like in japan they had like bigger he was doing short films like one or two minute short films with his friends and then commercials are like hey you do short films right do you want to do a commercial and i guess they had big budgets back then for commercials <laughs> yeah i mean i mean it, he came from an advertising background and i think what's interesting is you to- I can totally see that when I'm watching House. Like I see the sensibilities yeah. and the style and the editing style and the in-your-face like attitude. And I think it works in something like this. I I don't I haven't seen everything he's ever done, so I don't know if it's like something that's carried oh, yeah. through with him till the end. But definitely here, but this to, is his first feature. If you tried to play this movie coy and subtle, it would have been so so bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Is I'm surprised there hasn't been like a gritty American like horror reboot or whatever. Because that's what you, you would it? expect from a movie like this. Yeah, kinda, I totally do. I mean, there's kind of been a, been a bunch of them, right? Like Haunting on Hell House. Any movie like that is but, really but that's the a same. totally different thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's taking the same concept seriously. A haunted house. Yeah, but that yeah, like but I mean, this know? movie didn't invent the haunted house. <laughs> Haunting a Hill House is based off of a Shirley, whatever her fucking face, Shirley Jackson, uh, her her novel, which came before this. This is turning the haunted house trope in on itself, like this movie is. But I'm saying, like you know how like we did like we like America did like you know like the Grudge the and the Wing. Ring and like all this shit right. and like I'm surprised they haven't done that to this. I feel like what's happened is there probably is things like it but they're kids movies now you know what i mean like it's like a movie you'll get like jack black to be the lead in like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah exactly like yeah, exactly that's exactly fair. exactly that's totally exactly fair. i feel like i feel like that's what that is now you know what i mean i think that's fair yeah that actually makes a lot of sense i get goosebumps vibes from this for sure yeah like just that kind of like fun and like okay well we're clearly not making Bear Jaws, we're making a kid's movie. <laughs> I kind of want to make Bear Jaws now. <laughs> I, I, dude, I think, it's, I think it'd be great. I will happily uh, lend my writing talents, newly discovered writing talents for Bear Jaws. Yeah, all right, buddy. <laughs> I will happily, I will happily I play you, the Caleb. bear. I love you, Caleb. I love you too, Josh. Wait, Brandon, you don't want to play the bear shark, just the bear? No, yeah, I want to play the bear. Who gets okay. to ride a shark? Okay, I see. I was ex- I was thinking Commander like Berenstein uh, Bear, the Berenstain Bear. I think you mean. <laughs> what's the What's the bear? What's no your... trying to avoid a lawsuit? Oh, I see. <laughs> what's What's the What's the uh, bear name? Uh, Bonzo, Bonzi, or uh, Bonzo? Something Bonzo? I can't remember. I don't remember. It's been a minute. Can't remember either. 
well, I guess we're all fucking frauds. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I want to keep talking about house, but I, I don't have any, I think I've exhausted like my, all my intelligent things I have to say about it. Um, right. I love how, I mean, I love the piano. I mean, I already said that, but I think it bears repeating. Like that's to me is the peak of like the visual insanity of what happens. Like when she's playing and like the kind of the keyboard lights up and then her fingers get bit off. And then for some reason she keeps playing and the piano just like eats her alive. I think that shit's amazing. Right. And then, and then <laughs> the shot of like the shot of the fingers playing without the body. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I think what was impressive to me is just the use of technology for the time, like with the different blue screens and like, it was obviously yeah. like they did their best to like edit around and like, you can obviously see through the trees that there were blue screen behind it, but it's like, I didn't care because it was all part of the, the thing, the style that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, um, the one special effects thing that did fuck me up was when her face fell off. I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I think it was gorgeous. And like her face is, she's looking in the mirror and her face like oh, falls right, off into fire yeah, or whatever. And it cracks. Yeah. And I was like, I thought that was amazing. Especially for the time. Well, there are definitely... Looked- yeah, I was gonna say she looked beautiful, and then the, when she finally became like the ghost or like her mom, like the wedding outfit, I thought it was gorgeous. Uh-huh. You know, the, the <laughs> and her like name her. was gorgeous. Yeah, oh, who's your? Oh, oh. Is it? Are we all on the same page that our favorite character is Kung Fu? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. If I'm not, absolutely. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hands down. Like she's always ready. That's the biggest thing. I was like, Bitch, I want her on my team. I need her on my team. I need her on my uh, quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, she should be the president. She's just kicking everybody's ass, running around, first one in every room. She's not worried about shit. No, and even when she, shit. when even when she like does her like high high kick across the room, gets eaten by the lamp. Her leg still keeps going and hits the. I mean, that was just incredible. Oh. You know what? I had this Dedication. thought last night. Every time that she like started fighting and shit, it reminded me of an episode of Power Rangers. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, every time. Which came from Japan, so that makes sense. The Super yeah. Sentai stuff. That's definitely on purpose. Yeah, just that like the speeding up of the, the clips and everything, when they're jumping and doing flips in the air. Um, or like the, the, like the, the cat, like, ding, 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 ding. Oh no. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that there was a clear indication of when something supernatural was happening. Um, yeah. It made it seem like even though the movie is like fucking crazy, like it had rules. Speaking of like what we were talking about with Avatar, like there are rules that it follows and it does make yeah. sense if you like think about it. But you also don't have to think about it because it's also just fucking crazy and entertaining. Right. Well, Caleb, <laughs> would you say that that's kind of like a major one of the major rules when you're coming up with your world or you're coming up with your, you had like for people to follow along and to really accept it, you have to be steadfast in those rules. I think consistency is key. Like you just have to make sure you don't break things you've already established unless like obviously you know there are exceptions but in general yeah i think like consistency is the thing right yeah i i agree um i mean i feel like that gets harder and harder the more you write though right Uh, i mean it depends like it's obviously like really impossible to always uh, like predict everything that you're gonna do in your story like Mm -hmm. it's hard to set everything up all the time but in general i think like a good writer can kind of like make sure that they don't like totally fucking upend their worlds <laughs> that they create by just making, making sure that everything more or less stays in the same guidelines. I mean, like the yeah. worst offenders are something like dragon ball where like every arc, he like 
you know, Toriyama just like pulled shit out of his ass. And it's like, oh, now they're fucking from space. Now they're aliens. Now there's a Super Saiyan. Oh, now there's Super Saiyan 2. You know, that shit. It gets like annoying and, and stupid. And like, oh, people are dead, but yeah. they can come back to life, but only sometimes. I like, that agree, shit is crazy. But <laughs> Super Saiyan God looks really cool. So I'm into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> no, the blue hair sure. is super cool. I'm not, you know, yeah, well, I'm not saying I fucks with it. I yeah, fucks no, with I, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree that like it's, it's uh, Dragon Ball's fun. I'm not knocking it's one of my favorite shows, but like it's just an example. Like Avatar no, no, hundred percent that problem. Avatar is always yeah. like this is what you can yeah. do, this is what you can't do. If you can do this, you're like mega Jesus, and he couldn't do it for a long time until he could. So like but all, that's, and that's such an it's such an anime thing is that leveling up issue where every season is like okay well now you got to get stronger you know yeah they call it a uh, power scaling yeah which and it definitely is a huge fucking problem in anime but uh anime was a mistake anyway so <laughs> well, i don't know what that means you haven't seen that uh oh it's a meme i'll link it to you oh, later okay. it's it yeah, takes yeah. it would take too long to explain right now but <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. Fuck. I just love this movie and thank you guys for being being on board and giving it a shot. I appreciate no, that. Dude, it was fun. It was fun. And then like now I have the Criterion subscription, so that's nice. Uh, I was going to recommend you guys get it, but I didn't want to kind of impose it on you if you didn't want to spend the money. But I find it totally worth it. There's so much amazing shit on there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. It's going to be good to go back and watch through some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's some stuff I definitely want to talk about for sure. Uh, did either um, of you guys have any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's the best episode of Power Rangers I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, it, it was fun to watch a movie that was just entertaining and really didn't take itself mm-hmm. seriously, but in the same sense was serious for its own world, and, like, that you can just have fun making movies, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, really, it really was just, just fun. It was, like, it was just an enjoyable watch. Yeah, this is one of those movies that like I can watch pretty much like any time. It's great at like a party. It's great during like Halloween season. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's very inspiring to me as well because I think like it shows what you can do with like limited resources and and money if you're if you're creative. You know. Yeah, definitely. I would like to introduce a segment of the podcast called uh, "Random Verse from the Bible." Um, Thank you. I, I happen to have the Holy Bible in front of me. What um, is happening? I don't, don't want to do this. I don't. I yeah. can't tell if you're joking, but I'm not. Like on you board. Oh, from Joshua chapter twenty-four, verse one. And Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Sheshim and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers, and they presented themselves before God. Some words of wisdom. Uh, I'm not on board. Sorry. <laughs> uh, thank fine. you for sharing, but I'll, let's never do that again. <laughs> 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 you fucking weirdo. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm Jewish. Right, buddy. Yeah, Brandon's Jewish, and that's he. So he gets the final say. Uh, what are we watching next week? We have to rate house first. I'll start. I'm gonna. I mean, it's obvious. I think this movie is a five out of five. I think it's just way too entertaining and creative to like not love it for me. That, I, all right. I mean, that's. I think that's insane. Uh, <laughs> so you're giving. Just to be fair, you're giving it. You're giving this a higher score than you did The Godfather. Well, I mean, he, well, I guess. We I just want to be bla- <laughs> black and white. Yeah. I just want to be black and white here. Well, here's what I'm saying. I don't know how you guys rate things. I don't know your personal like metrics for whatever 
but I don't think there's such a thing as like objectivity in art and art criticism. Like things affect you emotionally yeah, in yeah, different totally. in different ways. Like I would say that like The Godfather is an incredibly well-made movie. It's very like I mean I don't know. It's but it's also like I don't think of it a lot. Like I don't think about it all the time. I'm not I don't walk away from it like necessarily emotionally affected and this is something that like i don't know it's so unique and i love it and i and i hope that like more people talk about it and discover it and celebrate it because i i I, I, I just think it's special five out of five from caleb (laughs) i'm gonna give it a three out of five damn (laughs) yeah i enjoyed it but i I was gonna give it a four i give it a i give it a four cats Four cats. Four cats. That's fair. Still, still no. a higher, still, still better than uh, the Danish girl. Right. That's all I cared about. <laughs> uh, did you guys, did you guys see that it was, uh, that it was like Prince Day or something, like a few days ago? Like Jesus people were com- commemorating Prince and all these Purple Rain like dove pictures of him, and I'm sitting there going, God, if only we were doing a podcast today. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Purple Rain, great song. Terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, it's, it blows my mind. The whole concept behind it just really, really fucks up my brain. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> it's okay, though. I mean, we, we will never escape it. Uh, but we never have to watch it again. That's true. We, watched, we can say that we watched it and that that's good enough. Yeah, exactly. So. Now we know what it is. Uh, all right, what do we exactly. got next? What do we have next? Well, going from this lighthearted ditty, um, I actually want to request, uh, I haven't seen it, like a lot of the things on my list, um, Moonlight. Ooh, okay. okay I, I haven't watched that either. I've been uh, looking to, for a reason to rewatch that. So, yeah, I'm definitely down. Um, right, I, I got some critical acclaims, like, you know, a lot of themes that I'd like to talk about, and we'll see. I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to like it, so yeah. I feel like it'd be interesting. Well, won Best uh, Picture, right? It did. It won. It won the Oscar. Uh, that was the year that, the like, most, yeah, the most uh, hilarious they, way ever. They said that, like, oh, La La Land won, and then the guy had to come on stage, be like, no, 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 we're not the, racist. <laughs> the video, the video of Ryan Gosling on stage is the best. He's just laughing. He's just sitting there chuckling with a smile on. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to have a sense of humor yeah. about something like that, you know. <laughs> well, there's an there's an interview with him where he's like, I was just looking at the crowd, and it looked like somebody had died. And he's like, it's just an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, we'll, we'll watch some Moonlight. It's on Netflix right now, so. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's every, it's everywhere. All right, awesome. cool. Thanks, thanks well, Josh. Uh, anything else? Any other general thoughts for the crowd before we depart? Um, drink water. Uh, wash your hands. Stay safe yes, and healthy. Safe. Yeah. Don't go to the gym if they reopen in your area. Don't yeah, fucking insane. do it. You that's can work insane. out at home. Do push-ups and sit-ups. Right. That's all you need to do. Yeah. So, all right, boys, <laughs> that was three MFAers on House. Oh, all right. So. House. <laughs> all right. Peace, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.